of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones, uh, back from a wonderful Christmas break. Uh, December was incredibly busy for me, not purposely. It just ended up that way. I'm a musician, and for many musicians, it it does end up being a a busy month. I have several friends in the Lubbock area who are full-time musicians and um, have trouble finding work uh, during December. But for those of us that are pianists and church musicians, um, it usually fills up pretty quickly. And uh, um, But after Christmas, I had a little bit of a break and um, I'm glad to be back in the swing and the routine of things. And I hope your 2018 has started off well. Um, whatever you have planned for this year, I hope it goes well, and um, hopefully we keep our New Year's resolutions if we made any. Um, but it's good to be back, and so um, back discussing and thinking about issues of worship and theology and culture, um, and I, I'm going to talk about something today that is really not a theological issue, um, but it's something that those of us in the arts, um, musicians, artists of all kinds have have talked about and heard throughout our lives, and that is thinking outside the box. Um, Chances are, even if you're not an artist, you've probably heard somebody say something about a particular artist or musician that is is very good and prolific, and you've probably heard somebody say something like, that person thinks outside the box, Um, as if to imply that that's the only way to create good art. Um, and I hear what people are saying and what they mean when they say that, uh, but the problem is that I, I think that putting yourself in a box actually creates better art. Um, I, I would even refer to pastors um, uh, and reference them as, as thinking outside the box sometimes. Sometimes people will... Uh, so the first th- thought I have here is that parameters provide structure, which I think is very important. As humans, we have an innate need for it. Second thought I have here is that parameters, and again, we're referring to Christian art in worship, uh, parameters ensure theological integrity. Without parameters, worship leaders could easily grow detached from theological integrity. A, a church's identity is found solely in Jesus Christ, yet it is the theological nuances that clarify that identity. Um, this is one reason we have different traditions and denominations. And this is not to say that one tradition or de- denomination is right and the others are wrong. It is to say that we have differences. The church is diverse. So what worship leaders say, teach, and present as artistic expressions of worship are directly linked to the depth of their congregation. Um, I heard someone once say that if you want to see the spiritual depth of a church, uh, observe the way they worship. Uh, To judge a church's spiritual depth, observe their worship practices. Most of these worship practices stem from the worship leader's directions, and so it is important. It's an important role. It's not something that somebody should just um, do without any thought or planning. I have heard people before talk about worship leaders as, as, as if it's an easy role. 
Uh, just pick a few songs out of the hymnal and go up and lead it. And, th- and that's not the right approach. Without theological parameters, leaders of worship are prone to error. We all are as humans. And since much of a local church's thoughts about God are often derived from the worship practices, worship leaders should strive for theological excellence and integrity, neither of which is is possible without parameters. We have to have parameters to have theological integrity. Uh, Previously, I I talked about the the spontaneity of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Yes, the Holy Spirit works spontaneously, but he also works through planning and through parameters. Those could equally be uh, as led by the Holy Spirit as spontaneity. If the Holy Spirit gives us a prompt, uh, we should be sure to obey. Those prompts could come at the uh, discretion of boundaries, though. We should not negate boundaries. And so what parameters do for worship leaders um, theologically is to ensure precision, accuracy, and integrity. Uh, the third thought I have on this is that parameters ensure aesthetic integrity, not just theological integrity, but aesthetic integrity. And I have purposely talked about theological integrity. The formality of worship and reverence before holy God demands clear direction. Uh, parameters, as artists and as worship leaders, employ a trajectory toward this direction. And there's nothing wrong with it. Again, if the Holy Spirit leads you in the moment to uh, employ something or do something, then then do it. Don't disobey. Um, but also don't negate the great benefits of plan- planning and, and having parameters in artistic um, expressions. Even among musically and artistically skilled congregations, uh, parishioners and congregants really need direction. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with direction. Uh, parameters provide uh, clear direction for for the church's worship, and so we should not um, uh, take that for granted. And so our acts of worship ultimately are founded on obedience. Part of the underpinning of Christian worship is obedience. In in my finite human mind, I, I here have given you an argument for parameters, and maybe you have some against parameters, and that's fine. Uh, I'm just trying to point out to people that that there's nothing wrong with thinking inside the box rather than outside the box. It actually helps in many ways. Uh, I, I believe that parameters are beneficial, they're edifying, and they're helpful to the church and to her worship practices. Paradoxically, though, the the Spirit guides the churches and the worship leaders uh, in the moment. That is uh, common. He has led me before to do things in the moment. And we should always be obedient to the Spirit's leadership. In any act of worship, period, God has to be the very foundation upon whom we rest. And so no matter what the parameters are that we set, no matter their benefits, um, that we when we worship creatively, um, the parameters can be um, guided by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the manager of our worship practices. And so within the confides of triune God, there's a freedom and and creative artistic expression. And so let us, the worship leaders of the church, let us strive for aesthetic and theological excellence within the parameters that, that God himself leads us. We are the people of God, and we are within the parameters of God himself. So let us be faithful to that call. Let us worship him faithfully. And let us 
um, artistically express our great love and joy in Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. <laughs>